And away we go. <laughs> nice. Grease. Hi, babe. Hi, honey. Uh, what are we talking about today? The holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Season's greetings. Hi. <laughs> That's because Thanksgiving's coming up in like three days, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, if you guys listen to our previous podcast, uh, To Beef or Not to Beef, we have gone from vegan to keto. So we are doing a turkey this Thanksgiving, and we are extremely excited about that. And I, before going vegan, and now after no longer being vegan, have and will continue <laughs> to use Martha Stewart's <laughs> butter and wine recipe for my turkey. So did you just say vegan to keto? Vegan. <laughs> what? We're having vegan taquitos for Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> vegan to keto. Yum. <laughs> vegan. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, we got it. Oh no, she's got the giggles. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's called the joke. <laughs> this is silly we're wasting our listeners ear time yes that's true so you're making a turkey that strain is called the joker you guys it's fun you um yeah good time <laughs> it's fun it's nice i like that <laughs> balls. um so you stole martha stewart's turkey <laughs> For Thanksgiving. I did not. She put that recipe out there. It is public domain, okay? It's a good one. I always it's really very, like it. No, it's a very good one. And yeah. just for you listeners, if you if you're wondering if you want to try it or not, here's uh here's how it goes. Take a pound of butter, mm-hmm. melt it, mm-hmm. put in a bottle of white wine. Ooh, I wow. prefer Sav Blanc. Sav. And then you soak a cheesecloth in it. Soak it. And then you wrap that cheesecloth around the turkey and wrap you it. bake the turkey bake it. with the cheesecloth on there. Cheese it. Basting it every 20 to 30 minutes with this melted butter and wine mixture. Baste it. And then you just toss the cheesecake the last 20 minutes of baking to brown the skin, which does beautifully because it's got all those butter fats on the surface. You said cheesecake. <laughs> what? You said turn the cheesecake. I didn't say t- cheesecloth. Che- <laughs> Wait, so this is a cheesecake turkey. Cheesecloth. Shusha. Okay. Okay, so then uh, you brown the turkey, and then you take it out, and then you carve it up, and it's so good. I'm looking forward to it. It's been a while. It has been a while, and it makes the whole house smell amazing. And I actually, I don't like turkey, but this I is a either. good turkey. I don't like turkey. This is a good turkey. And here's what. Okay, she's Martha Stewart's brilliant, and, and Ina Garden, and these professional chefs who know that when you roast a turkey, it's just like roasting a large chicken. You don't put it in the oven for 200 degrees for eight hours because then you get turkey jerky. You don't? That's what That's, the TV says. I know. Well, come on. Okay, so this is going to take us into why the holidays are so fucked up. <laughs> anyway, you roast it for like three and a half hours or whatever, depending on the size, like you would a chicken, and comes out juicy and tender and flavorful, and it's wonderful. It's pretty great. So the first thing about holidays is the expectation. The expectation that you have to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to start your turkey. The expectation that you have to spend every waking moment with family. And that you have to put aside all potential boundaries or limitations in order to be with family immediately and at all times. Yes. 
And everyone complains about having to do stuff with their family for the holidays, yet not a lot of people are really standing up and saying, hey, if it makes you that miserable, you don't have to do it. It's like this weird martyr by proxy It is weird. I don't get it. I don't get it either. The whole, like, traveling. Like, oh, I have to travel. I have to be there for my family on Thanksgiving Day to be, like... Is it just so we'll be like, oh, wow, what a good person you are to your family? Like, is it all just for self-validation? I don't know who's validated by it, but I never was. Uh, no, no. So, and what leads us to this is also the fact that you and I have both struggled in our families with familial expectation and obligation. Mm-hmm. And we have finally just said, nope. No. And that doesn't mean that we don't want to spend time with our families and that we won't make time for our families. But for the expectation for the holiday to be like, the get out of jail free card for everyone to act like an ass. And like, you just have to put it all on the table and struggle and drive through traffic and fly in the plane and do all the, the, I just, Mm -hmm. I can't, it makes me anxious thinking about it. Well, and we are standing up for the fact that we are our own family unit. So who are we spending Christmas with, with each other? Our family. Our freaking family. Yeah. That's you and me. That's right. Don't get your tampon string in a bunch because you think I should be putting you Ahead of my own husband. Right. It's just a day. It's just another day. It's just a day like any other day. But people create the perception that it has to be something more than that. And then after a while, they don't even know why they're perpetuating what they're perpetuating anymore. And then no one enjoys the holidays. And it should be the happiest time of the year. Well, my family struggles with that a lot. Because I think they confuse tradition with expectation. So... Mm -hmm. Every year, we have to have the same food on the table. It has to start at the same time. It has to have everyone there. It has to be all the same every single time in the name of tradition. But really, it's just those are the expectations that we've thrown on each other well, to and make it, us all, we're all miserable sitting around the table. And boring. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. Why? Like, what is it about wanting to recapture the past in a way where it doesn't even represent the reality of what was going on. And uh, let's do something different. Let's try a different side dish this year. Let's not do the same merry-go-round of the five same houses in three hours. And let's just pick who you want to spend the holidays with mm-hmm. and then be with that person. And or enjoy be with those people. If you can't be the ones you love, love the one you're with. You know, it, it's it's okay to say, this is my holiday too, and I want to do what I want to do. And no one should be offended if on this one year I say, I want to go do this instead of that. Who? Yeah. What business is it of yours? Well, and it's not a reflection of the person, right? If I make that decision to not spend the holiday with you for whatever reason, that's not a reflection on you. It's my decision to do something different. And that case in point, you are not choosing to not spend the holidays with somebody. You are choosing to do this for the holiday. Right. By doing that for yourself, that means that you are unavailable to anybody else. The people that you are then unavailable to have the decision or the choice on whether they're going to say, oh, Robert's doing that. That's probably going to be fun for him. Great. Great. I can't wait to hear about it. Or what what are you telling me robert you know like just panicking like how dare you break the tradition of christmas and and then all the the guilt and the shame and the just the familial bs that gets piled on top of that i i learned a couple years back that i am not responsible for how my actions make other people feel that's right 
they, that's their decision, mm-hmm. especially when my actions have nothing to do with a, another person. They may be affected in a way because they're either included or not, but mm-hmm. it's not, it's, it's like you said, none of their business really. Yep. yep. Well, and with my family in particular, I mean, a couple instances of how, uh, the holidays turn sour is the expectation that everybody has to be together. And there was mm-hmm. that one year where my uncle said, Hey, I know we're doing this big family get together, oh, right. but we're going to come the day after Christmas because we just moved into our brand new home. This is probably going to be the last year our son is going to believe in Santa Claus. And we'd like to have this experience in our home with him. Oh my God, there was so much shit talking. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was so bad. I mean, it was, I. I went along with it because in the moment, I didn't see their side. I just saw everyone in the, well, everyone, we know the 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 hens in my family who we're referring to, were just bent out of shape about it. And I thought, well, God, I mean, obviously, this has got to be something serious. Otherwise, they wouldn't be behaving this way. But it, they said in their mind that this was a travesty. So then they communicated it as being a travesty, which then was perceived as a travesty when really my uncle was saying, hey, I'm going to spend time with my family this year and I will see you tomorrow. Do you think everyone was initially upset just because Nana was upset? <laughs> no, they're upset not because of what's happening, but the realization like, well, Shin, if I have to be here, why doesn't so-and-so have to be here and I suffer don't too? No, because my family, as you know, all enjoy spending time together. Yeah, they do. They genuinely but do. my grandmother in particular, Nana, has a very... Uh, what would you call it in terms of her perception of how things are supposed to be? Well, it's all or nothing with her. Okay. It's all or nothing. Everything has to be exact to the T or how it's always been done with everyone present at all times, or it's nothing. It's not worth and anything. If you try to deviate from that, then that's all she talks about. Like, for example, driving to LAX every single time we're in the car. Oh, we're not going through the marina this time? You know, your grandfather always went through the marina. Well, boogie for him. But unfortunately, he died over 10 years ago, and traffic patterns are different now. Yeah, there are multiple <laughs> roads. Jeez. It's interesting. There, there are different roads that lead to the same direction. Oh, my gosh. And also, there are multiple ways to celebrate something. And one isn't better than the other. And it's no one's business to judge someone else for how they want to spend their time on this planet. Yeah. I always struggled with that with holidays as a kid. Yeah. Like Christmas particularly. Thanksgiving was always just about the food and not really a big deal. It's a filler holiday. It was food and football. It Yeah. That's really all it is. It was just to break up Halloween and Christmas because we couldn't have two fantastic holidays like those two back to back. Right. Um, but Christmas was always really uncomfortable because I, first off, there's way too many gifts. It's, it's uncomfortable where you're like, you can't even walk in a room because the whole floor is covered with gifts. It's, it's excessive. Yeah. And it's, it's like clear overcompensation, but anyway, that's another podcast. So that's uncomfortable, but at the dinner table, like forcing everyone to get together at like the third or fourth meal of the day, having traveled from this house to that house, then to this one, mm-hmm. and then back mm-hmm. to the house that you started at the beginning. It's such an exhausting, like, marathon of 
Christmas Day shouldn't be a chore for anyone. No, it should just be fun and relaxing. With, exactly. Like, with the aura of wonderful things, like the smells of Christmas and yep. the sounds of Christmas yep. and the laughter. And like, put aside everything that you know about Christmas when it comes to TV and movies and just remember like your most wonderful Christmas memory. It probably has to do with just you. Like, it wasn't the giant gift that someone gave you. It wasn't like the grand moment when someone made an amazing reveal of some gift or present, or they showed up at the door unexpectedly. Like your favorite holiday memory is a memory that you've made for yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's, and it's not fair to then try to project that Mm -hmm. as an expectation onto other people, which is what I think we've been dealing with, which is what we're talking about. Yeah. And then, realizing that saying you know what it doesn't matter if everybody else says oh you just got to do it because it's family no that's not how we're choosing to live our lives so we're setting boundaries and we're making new traditions for ourselves starting this year yeah family is important but family's not first but you're you should be first. it is because you and i are family and that right well, there yeah. hold on that right there is a defect of our upbringing because we are not looked upon as having a family and being worthy of making our own plans with our family simply because you and I have chosen to not procreate. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel that's that. why I'm calling you out for saying that because that's not how it's supposed to be. Right. We are family. We are putting family first. We're just choosing this section, this branch of our family tree. This is what we're focusing on this year or this month, or this moment. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not for any other branch of the tree to say we're out of line, because we're all attached to the same trunk. And it's not us branching out on our own that's rotting the roots. It's other branches curling in on other branches and creating this toxic venom that then spreads through the rest of the family. So in situations like where one person gets upset, my Nana getting upset over my uncle. Now everyone in the family is upset over my uncle Mm -hmm. and where I sit right now, I'm thinking, what the hell? Yeah. Really? What the H E double hockey sticks? Who cares? This is, If I'm talking to my Nana, this is your child that you've raised that now has his own family, his own home, a successful career, and he wants to celebrate that with the people that he shares his frickin' roof with. Mm -hmm. You should be proud of that, and you should be celebrating that instead of making him feel bad for that. Especially when you're going to see him in a day. Yep. But see, now... What we're really talking about when we say new traditions is setting those boundaries and making sure that people are respected the way that they should be respected through the holidays Mm -hmm. instead of putting all of these projections and once again, expectation onto other people. My uncle being there should not make that Christmas good or bad for my grandmother. Right. Her telling herself that him being there or not being there is whether it's going to be good or bad. That's her problem. And that comes back to something that you taught me and making other people sit with their sick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have to sit with those moments to learn from it. Otherwise you're just going to keep repeating those same um, mistakes and you're just going to be sitting there unhappy. And it's just, it's not, but it's difficult because the people that have to have that happen, it's difficult for us because we're being, 
we're being attacked and we're being traumatized and we're being told how awful we are because we're choosing to do something for ourselves. Right. And, and it shouldn't be like that. They should, no. you know, why? I don't get it. Like I get that Christmas is a holiday. It's on December 25th. Great. Why can you not enjoy spending time with your family any other day of the year and have it be just as special? Exactly. Because you put so much stupid expectation on one singular day that you stress everyone out. Everyone's unhappy. No one is genuine. The whole thing is freaking inauthentic. What is the point? Because it's too important for these types of people. What other people think of them. For my grandmother, I can speak to her. If she doesn't have her whole family there on Christmas Day during a quote-unquote family reunion year, then something must be wrong with our family. She must have done something Mm -hmm. with one of her sons and bringing them up that he wasn't raised respectfully enough. Therefore, all of her children and all of their children are simply reflections of her and not their own individual people. I don't get why it all needs to be internalized. Just see it for what it is. It's how they were raised. It's trauma that's happened to them. And it's an inability to be open to recognize the trauma, to be vulnerable with the trauma so that you can heal from the trauma. Well, I'm, I'm, you and I are both breaking the cycle because I'm tired of having to deal with not only repeat trauma year after year after year, but just the anxiety and the frustration as the holidays start ramping up. Like, even though we knew going into this year that we wouldn't be spending time with our families, Mm -hmm. it still makes me anxious. And it's just residual from years past where I just feel sometimes like, uh, uh, okay, wait, Thanksgiving's coming. What what do we have? Where do we have to go? Is it residual, though? Or is it anxiety over knowing that because the holidays are approaching, you're going to start getting communication from people that you are choosing not to communicate with right now? Well, it's both. I recognize both okay. in the moments. Well, one is a real threat and one is just a perceived threat. Yeah, I just And even the real myself. threat is only a perception mm-hmm. based on your perceived inability to be able to protect yourself in those unexpected moments where they pop back up. But as your husband and your partner and your best friend, I'm telling you that you have everything that you need to properly and rightfully defend who you are and what your boundaries are without having to explain them to anybody. And I see you for who you are, and I support you 100% in those efforts. Thank you. You're welcome. It's hard. It's been really frustrating. But that frustration, honestly, is on them. It is. I mean, seriously, do not get me wrong. I enjoy members of my family. I like spending time with members of my family. As do I. There are members of my family that make these moments much more difficult than they need to be. And I've asked them to stop and they've decided to not. So I'm going to stop. Well, they don't, they didn't just decide not to stop, but then they and other people decided to escalate the situation. Right. And you rightfully shut it down because nobody deserves that kind of abuse. No, especially on Christmas. (laughs) I just want to be happy. I want to sing Carpenter's Christmas carols. I want to drink the mulled cider. I want to have the eggnog. You want to wake up when you want to wake up. You want to open your presence when you want to open your presence. And um, that's it. You don't want to be hauled around like you're five years old on the the happy Merry Christmas train. Yeah, because it's not happy and it's not merry. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. So we've decided to be both of those things. And whoever wants to join us can join us. But whoever's going to sit there and criticize and critique and shame and attack and guilt trip, they can take a ride on the back end of Santa's sleigh. <laughs> I thought you were going to invite all our listeners to spend Christmas with us for a second. Well, You're like, whoever wants to join us, you can. <laughs> maybe we should do a, a Christmas special. We'll do a podcast on Christmas Day and our listeners can join us for a special podcast. That'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Or next year in a grand, beautiful house, I'm putting it out there. Um, we have a holiday party and we have our listeners at the holiday party where we record. Oh, slow. Okay. Slow the roll <laughs> right now. Okay. Thank you. Christmas wishes. Thank you, our listeners, for listening to us. It is truly appreciated. But if you want us to keep producing quality content for you, we can't run the risk of being murdered by one of our listeners. So we're going to close that invitation to our <laughs> listeners, but we will continue to provide you with quality entertainment. <laughs> Robert, clear those things with me first, please. Thank well, you. I didn't invite anyone anywhere. <laughs> I didn't do nothing. So either way, the holidays should be fun. It's the end of the year. We're closing the year. We should be reminiscing about all of the good things that have happened to us, checking the mistakes we've made so we don't go into the new year with them, and holding each other's hands for support as we wrestle both. Instead, too many times than not. We're having to deal with fighting off familial expectations, having to keep up with the Joneses, having to be inundated with all of the hallmark sellable versions of Christmas. And all of it's fine and good, but it's lacking balance. Mm -hmm. And and we've just chosen, once again, we're going to have balance. We're going to be with the people who we want to be with. And relationships for us are like emotional bank accounts, right? Yeah. yeah, if you're going to make a withdrawal, you got to make a deposit. If you're in a relationship with somebody and they're just withdraw after withdraw after withdraw, meaning expectation, 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 and then attack, 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 shame, 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 but no deposits, then the account's overdrawn. And like any other institution, if the account's overdrawn for a certain period of time, it eventually just gets closed down. And you know when it's coming, so you can't act surprised when it actually happens, because there was plenty of warning. And if you didn't get it, it's because you weren't paying attention. And that's part of the problem too. Mm-hmm. So we're moving on with a happy holiday. Yeah, that's right. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I am too. And I am hoping that anybody who's tuning in and listening to this as we approach the holidays, I hope that our listeners have a happy holiday too, Robert. And I hope that if in listening to this, those of you who might be struggling with pressures and obligations from family and, and feeling why and feeling beat up and wanting to break the cycle, know that there is a cycle there. Know that there is a cycle to be broken and know that you can break that and know that it's not easy. But anytime you do something that elicits growth, it's not going to be easy. But knowing who you are, establishing your boundaries, and then reinforcing those boundaries with others, no matter who they are is what's going to make you, I think, the happiest, most self-sufficient, and most self-realized person you can be. I love that. Yeah? Yeah. Very well Thank said, you. babe. Before we leave, I do want to leave a little uh, tidbit for people who do find the holidays to be a little difficult, too. Okay. 
Um, there's a wonderful book by Nedra Glover called Set Boundaries, Find Peace, A Guide to Reclaiming Yourself. And it's been really helpful in this process in setting those boundaries, um, ending the cycles, stopping the trauma, and just finding your happiness, especially at a time right now. Just mm-hmm. find your happiness. Find what makes you happy. And that book's really helpful. That's great. Yeah. That's great. Well, I'm just going to sign off right now by saying happy Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope that you have a happy, healthy, and safe Thanksgiving, no matter what you end up doing or who you end up doing it with. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a question for us or want to be a guest on our podcast? Email us at hello at Show. Or for more information and episodes, visit our webpage at mrandmrs.show.